Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. Yes, it is Thursday in the Louisville area. Uh, stepped outside. I mean, unbelievable. 55 degrees. There's humidity in the air, so there's rain coming. But a uh, beautiful morning, so make sure you get out. Thank you, Matt, and get your exercise in early. Uh, get your walking in, all the things that you want to do before the rain comes and the cold weather creeps back upon us. Secondly, before I even get started, again, we have got Coach Crumb's Potato Soup, March the 1st from 11 to 2 p.m. at Roosters at 10430 Shelbyville Road. Coach Crumb's Potato Soup, March the 1st, 11 to 2 p.m., 10430 Shelbyville Road, Roosters. Make sure that you're there. Also, we got our March Madness contest, which is going to come up. It is going to be madness. And I'm going to get to my first caller in a second. It's going to be madness. I don't know how you pick them. Not after this year, which we'll get into. Not after this week. I mean, UConn, worst loss of a first-ranked team in 20 years. You've seen Purdue go down. We've seen, well, Tennessee's won three in a row. Arizona's won six in a row. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying Arizona. We've got Marquette, who's playing fairly well. Duke's won four or five in a row now. And we have to wait to see Carolina. North Carolina was upset. There have been a lot of teams that have lost in the top 10. Trying to pick this year's NCAA champion will be madness. That's why they call it March Madness. So, of course, we've got that. Before I get to the big three, we understand we're going to listen to the audio of the last play of the University of Kentucky LSU game last night. I dropped my potato chips. I'm not going to lie to you. I know Cat fans are upset, but what a game. I'm just going to be honest with you. The University of Louisville game, my last caller yesterday asked me who would be the next coach at Louisville, and we're going to have a new coach at Louisville. There's no question about that. Coach Payne is still my guy. I'm not going to roll over. But, yes, there will be a change at the head coaching position next year at University of Louisville. And lastly, IU, what an enigma. I mean, they can't throw a beach ball in the ocean standing on the shore with the wind behind them. I'm just telling you, it's amazing to watch them try to shoot the ball. So we're going to get to those things first. But I didn't get to finish with my little NBA piece yesterday. And I'm not going to be long with this, but I told you viewership is so far down, it's unbelievable. But the money's up, so these young people believe that they're being successful at their craft because they're making more money than ever that God could have ever believed. But the bottom line is the NBA is floundering right now, and every league other than football goes and comes. Baseball's had its ups, starting to come down now with more viewership. Football, consistent. That's a man's sport. I tell people all the time, it's a physical sport. And you can't take plays off because your career will end. It's just a different sport. It's a different animal. But basketball right now today is awful. And I want people to understand. 
when this Olympics comes and our Olympic team gets destroyed by some of its competition, some of our NBA players that think they're so good and so high and mighty, when they get destroyed on a national scene to where the world goes, oh, you aren't the best basketball players in the world. This whole thing is going to crash. NBA is not going to go away, but this crazy money is going to leave. This deal that they have to spend 51% on the players is why they're making so much money and they get to reap the benefits of Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, period, point blank. They reap the benefits, but it's not what they've done. It's not what LeBron James has done. It's not what Kevin Durant's done, Kyrie Irving. It's not. It's just not. But they believe that they've done this. What they've done is the worst TV ratings for the last six years ever. Guys, the NBA used to be, used to be, tape recorded playoff games. So when I say ever, it's awful. Adam Silva is not the commissioner to bring him out either. He's too soft. He is 100% soft. The professionalism is going to have to come back. A lot of things are going to have to come back. Ownership is going to have to make that decision and they will. And there'll be a lot of players that think they should be in the league that will not be in the league. People are going to have to conform. They're going to have to because we're selling our business. I mean, I'm not going to kid you. I took my pension, so I'm not tied to the NBA anymore. I took the buyout. I took the large lump sum, and it was a large lump sum. But the bottom line is that that league has to get itself together. And LeBron James and those guys have absolutely no idea about building a league. They're tearing it down every day. Now, my last statement is this. When I watch Charles Barkley, who is funny, I've known Charles forever, talking to Draymond Green. Draymond Green, the player that is choked players, the player that is hit players, the player that has been suspended more times than <laughs> is on commentating games. What does that say, NBA? That says, go be a you-know-what, I can't say it on this show, but go be a B-U-T-T. Go be a A-S, you all know the other letter, and you'll get on television. They're promoting all the wrong things and how Adam Silva allowed that, without a doubt, is madness. I'm just telling you, the league has lost its way. Not Draymond, not the player that's just been suspended this year. No way do you promote him. No way do you promote, oh, he's got a personality. He's not a bad guy. I don't care. There are people in that league that are doing it the right way that should have been on. The NBA has lost its mind, period. And the world will stop buying it soon and things will come back and settle down to where they'll have to be professional, dress professional, act professional, look professional, take their trade like what it is. They are selling themselves to us. And I don't buy it. I'm just telling you, it's awful. So that's the end of my MBA. Matt, before I go to University of Kentucky, let's take my first caller to eSports Radio. Ron, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine. Actually, I was hoping you'd get into Kentucky. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to get into them. Yeah, well, let's just hold it yeah. right there, then, Ron. I want you. That's fine. I want people to listen to this. I'm going to let you. I'm going to have Matt play the last play. It's about a 30-second clip, and we're going to listen to, uh, I mean, the jubilation of the LSU fans at the end. I mean, Angel Reese is running out on the floor. Um, the tip-in was good. Um, yes, he did get a shot block. I mean, Thero makes a great play, does everything but come down with the ball. 
I mean, he blocks it with two hands. He does everything but retrieve the ball. He almost pulled him in tumbo. He almost pulled a Patrick Ewing. I mean, he almost got it done, but he wasn't able to. Kid throws the ball up, and the kid tips it in at the end. So, Matt, let's play the audio from the Kentucky game, the last play, please. Now he'll come get it. 15 seconds remaining. Being defended by Ward. Dillingham jumper. Got it! Kentucky takes the lead. LSU has a timeout. They're not going to use it. Seven seconds to go. Here goes Wright with five. Wright with three. Driving. Has it blocked. Gets it back. The shot. Good! Tyrell Ward puts it in on a broken play. And LSU wins it. 75-74. Well, thank you, Matt. I know that's kind of a nightmare for you, Ron, last night. <laughs> no, it's no. I dropped my potato chips, Ron. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, what it, did I just see? What did you think, Ron? Well, here's exactly what I think. It's, uh, you, you know, Jerry, I'm one of the last people to dug in, defended Cal as long as I have. I happen to think he, he's a great person. I happen to think him and his wife have done a lot for the people in the state and they he's have. been a great they ambassador. Have. They have great now. ambassador for the school. But I think it's atrocious that with as much talent that he's got on that team that this team has eight losses. And I think it's it's inexcusable. <clears throat> it's inexcusable and believe me Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm around a lot of big blue nation. Uh, their patients are worn out with this, with Coach Cal. And... Mm-hmm. At some point, it's going to be time to move on. Uh, he's a great question for you, Ron. Say right there, question for you: With this contract that Mitch Barnhart has given Coach Cal, <clears throat> to where he got both. When I tell people in the athletic business, when you get both, you just hit the mega load. He has got a massive buyout, lifetime contract, and he makes a ton of money. He got both. So when you say buyout, it's not as easy. My opinion, Ron, is people think. So tell me, how does Kentucky manipulate this this lifetime contract and this amount of money that he makes, nine-plus million per year? Well, I mean, I, I don't know exactly, but if they want to keep him on a payroll down there in some type of position, that's fine. I just think it's time for somebody else to roll the sidelines at the University of Kentucky. Uh, he's, Do you really, Ron? I mean, you really – you, you've been a staunch defender of Coach Calipari. I know that. People know that we're friends. Uh, you have been. But what is the change? What has flipped you so far this year? They just had a massive win against Auburn a few days back. Yeah, right, but Saturday. It, it was it was all undone last night, Jerry. Every, everything they gained at Auburn, they lost last night at LSU. They, they took one step forward, two steps back. It's just not it, – It's 
it's inexcusable to lose eight games already. Jerry, and they're not done losing, okay? Let's make that perfectly clear. Uh, mm-hmm. With as much talent as he's got on that team this year, it's just it's unbelievable that they've lost mm-hmm. eight games and, what, three in a row at home for the first time in 60 years. And, and it just True. keeps going downhill, downhill, downhill. And the guy is stubborn. He refuses to change any of his philosophies. And uh, and then he wants to come out when he wins a big game. He wants to come out and talk down to the media, talk down to the people when they win a game. But mm-hmm. when they lose, half the time he sends somebody else out to do his press conference. Well, that that's worn out now. Okay, people are over mm-hmm. it. All right? It's been, now it's been five years since Kentucky's done anything. And yes. with the amount of talent he's got there, he's just got to accomplish more. I don't know if there's some way to negotiate a, a position for him down there, if, if he'd be willing to do that or not. But let's face it, Jerry, Kentucky will be fine. Cal, Cal is not Kentucky. Kentucky's bigger That's than fact. No, I've said that. I'm not going to let you steal that from me. I agree with that 100%. Oh, okay. Kentucky has got numerous national champions. Adolph Rupp, Joe B. Hall, Tubby Smith, Coach Patino. I mean, I like Cal. I, I like Cal as a person, like I told you before. I think he's a really good person. He does a lot uh, in, for charity and for people in the state, and so does his wife. They're good people. But that doesn't mean you deserve to get $10 million to keep doing what you're doing over and over and over, and it's not working. You know, you you have to change at some point. You have to change. No, when you do, I hated the NBA All-Star game, but when you have seven NBA All-Star players, and, I mean, they're really good players. Gildas Alexander, Devin Booker, um, Towns. I mean, mean, they're really good players. He's he's still point. He's he's doing less with more. And it's just, you know, the thing with Cal is, you give up Cal, you give up. Do you give up that type of recruiting? Well, I think Kentucky will be able to recruit. Maybe not to the extent they are now. I, I don't know that, but it, it just, I'm ready for a change, personally. It's been 15 years. He told us when he came, 10 years is about as long as anybody can coach there with the pressure mm-hmm. they're under. Yeah, they got to make a tremendous amount of money. And here's the thing, Jerry, talking about buying him out. Kentucky's not paying 33 ex-coaches and athletic directors and administrators paying them off like people down on Floyd Street are, okay? So they don't have that hanging over their head. So uh, I I think there's got to be a way to do it, man. I'm I'm telling you, the patience with the fan base is they're they're done. Last question for you, Ron. Right. Last question for you. Has the SEC, which has improved, Ron, I mean, don't knock Kentucky because the SEC has improved. They have. If you look at it right now, for March Madness, the Big 12 and the SEC are scheduled to have nine teams in the NCAA tournament. Nine. Now, that usually never happens, but I would still say Kentucky has seven to eight. I I would bet money on that. Has the SEC, in your opinion, before I go to break, Caught up with the University of Kentucky, Alabama, the Tennessee, South Carolina, Auburn, Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Texas A&M. Well, let, let me every let other me, year. Let me, tur- let me turn the question around on you. Okay. You think Alabama has more talent on their team than Kentucky does? No, they do not. Mm-mm. Okay, That's quick. Look, I can answer that. Look one at their, no, they do not. All right, look at their record. 
Yes, eleven and two in the it conference. Does, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course Kentucky's they roll in five. here Saturday. Yes, they always going to be a ball Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky's young talent could could get it done now, Ron. Kentucky has a young talented team. Uh, I just don't know if the philosophy of Coach Cal or the Dukes lately are successful anymore it, with it, all the young players. I, I don't know if he's promised kids certain things, certain kids, certain things, but okay. some of his his manpower moves that he makes and some of the people he has on the court and the times he has them on the court, it makes no sense. Because, I mean, people are not blind. They can see who's producing and who's not. You know, yes. the time to get better, Jerry, you know this as a player, is in practice, not during a game. You get better in practice. Oh, you got to earn your playing time. You have to earn your playing time. Right. That's a fact. But It's but surprising. People, that, and I'm not, I'm not going to call the kids out by name. There's yeah, don't do that. Don't, co- don't coach Patino it. Don't coach Patino it, please. Uh, uh, <laughs> Certain kids, they they start or or they play more minutes than mm-hmm. than others, and but they're not producing. And why yes. does that continue to happen? Has he promised them something? I mean, I don't probably, know. Ron. I mean, Ron, probably. I mean, part of the recruiting process is, I'm sure, at that level, I've never recruited that level, Ron. So this is one time I can tell people I've coached as many NBA games as <laughs> Rick Pitino and Cal. That's the truth, but I can't say that. I was at University of Louisville through a, a rough patch to where we had gotten the death penalty. We got it overturned, and I wasn't able to recruit all the – I did recruit D.J. Wagner's dad, which was a high-level player, but never had I recruited at the level of Kentucky has Coach Cal has over a 10-year period. Okay, Ron, I haven't done that. You know, so and one I think there has to be something promised. Has to be. To get well, players, and I'm going to talk about. We're not talking about illegal things, you all. We're just talking about pre- promised playing time, promised starting, those kind of things. I'm not talking right. about things that people would think would be uh, illegal. I'm not talking about those. But it has to to recruit. I think Duke has to do the same thing to recruit at that level. You got to promise them they're going to play. I would think, but may I could be wrong though, Ron. I could be wrong. So, Ron, right. great call. I'm going to get into this Kentucky thing really deeply. So let's get to break so I can okay. go back and break down the game for everybody to let them know what I think transpired. It is troubling to see Dillingham play 22 minutes the way he produces. He's got to find a way to keep him on the floor more. Um, I understand that he's hot and cold, so he, he pulls him because sometimes he gets a little out of control, but he is a big-time shot maker. Antonio Reeves has really played well. Uh, we're just going to have to find out a way to get people more consistent in the rotation. This is Sports Radio. Great call, Ron. Phone number is 502-571-7900. It is 724. We'll talk to you after the break. Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. Yes, it is 727. Huh, catchy. The 22nd of February. There are 29 days in this month, but the month is flying by. Of course, March Madness is around the corner. We will have our tournament. Uh, of course, March the 1st, we will have Coach Crumb's Potato Soup at Roosters. Make sure that you show. Uh, be ready to make a donation so that we can send some kids to college. More importantly, last night's game. <laughs> it's so funny. I remember early in the season, Coach Payne said that they practice, if you all remember, They practiced throwing the ball in front of the rim for a late shot, late game win to let one of the teammates tip it in. 
and everyone, social media, to my friends on other channels, to the TV reporters said, what is he talking about? No way is that true. No way you practice that. Everyone remembers that. That was this year. And I'm going to get into my coach, Coach Pay. And yes, there will be a coaching change at Louisville. Uh, I want everyone to understand. This is a business I've done my entire life. I told you I've been fired from the best team that the Charlotte Hornets ever had, the largest playoff check that they ever received. The most money that George Sheehan ever received after regular season money was a year that I was there and Lee Rose and I lost our jobs. There's nothing fair in athletics. That's all there is to it. Yes, just like Kenny received his buyout, I went home and played golf until I got my next job. And that's what happens in our business. But they did throw that ball up in front of the rim after Thero came up with a great block. Thero is a really good player. He's developing the offensive rebounder, great defender, block shots. They called the goaltending. This time it was not on Yinsu. It was Thero at 6'6 long, I told you. Reminds me of Lancaster Gordon, but he's larger. He's bigger than Lancaster. Physical presence, longer arms. Oh, God, he's going to be another player people are going to go, where did he come from at Kentucky, and how is he so good in the NBA? He does everything except catch the block shot, other than just catch the boy's ball and come down with it. Kentucky wins by one. He blocks it back into the opponent's hands. The opponent throws it up. Next thing you know, LSU tips it in. It's a game-winning point. So I guess people do practice that, but I know no one's ever going to admit what Coach Payne said early in the season is something that people practice. Everyone around here said there's no way that's ever practiced. So we just watched that. And if you think that was just by chance, I uh, would have to differ with you. Now, Kentucky is a team. Um, okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No details. The inconsistencies are starting to show themselves. Their players, Antonio Reeves has played really well. We know Rod Dillingham is a scoring machine. That little young boy is as close to an Allen Iverson type as I've seen in a long time. No conscience, doesn't care, not frightened to finish around the basket. He doesn't finish in the basket as much as Allen Iverson, but he's close. And what I mean by that is he doesn't dunk the ball on people when he's finishing, but he's close. I think at the same time frame, he's a better three-point shooter than Allen Iverson. And he's a big-time shot maker, period. Coach Calipari, we all knew, everyone on the floor knew that he was going to take the last shot. Forget a play. They just gave him the ball and got out of the way for the, for the play that put them up one. What I thought was remarkable was the driving play that brought Kentucky within one when he had the three-point play on the drive, and the young man just slapped his arm, and he finished through contact and traffic. Kid's a big-time shot maker. So Ron has a point when he says that Coach Cal has talent and they shouldn't have eight losses. Okay. And that's, that's a true statement. But I still want to give 
Kentucky a little credit on playing younger players. Has anyone been successful, especially after the COVID era of winning with young kids? No, they have not. Duke has not either. I don't know if that system, and I've said that now for numerous years, if that system works anymore. I just don't. I don't think you can go get young one and doneers and make deep runs into the NCAA tournament. Not when they're playing older, more mature men. And they shouldn't. They should not. But they do have a lot of talent. But what they can do is start to level out some of the inconsistencies. You'll have 95 points one night. You'll have 60 the next. You'll have your, your opponent will score 93 one night. The next night you hold them to 53. They have a lot of inconsistencies with the way they play, which is something that Calipari can work on, guys. What a coach's job is, is to put his players in position night in and night out to make the same plays. Coach Payne's problem at Louisville, which I'm going to get into extensively, where I'm going to talk to you who I think could be the next coach at Louisville. His problem at Louisville is that he truly thought that players could make plays off the dribble consistently. And they just can't. University of Kentucky can't either. So I gave Coach Calipari credit for the last game. He ran a set. He got Antonio Reeves, the shot that Antonio Reeves wanted and the position that he wanted him to have it. The entire team knew it was coming. Everyone could offensive rebound. The passer knew who he was throwing it to, where he was throwing it. Antonio Reeves knew what he was doing, and they worked as a group. That's why teams run offenses. Well, when I see a lot of one-on-one, which Rod Dillingham is one player that can do that. Let me just be honest with you. DJ Wagner can't one-on-one you and do anything at the college level. Coach Cal is going to have to put him position him in position where he can be successful. He's going to have to get him on post plays. He's going to have to get him on basket cuts where he can use that strong body. He's going to have to get him on pin downs. He can make 15 footers. He can't make threes. Coach Cal is going to have to find a way to help DJ Wagner be successful. Or other than he plays great defense and leads the team, and he's very important to Kentucky because he does. He really does. But as for him to be a consistent scorer, he needs help. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's the problem. Kentucky, night in and night out, they're playing on talent. When Antonio Reeves is hitting those runners, I mean those five-foot runners on the baseline, all those runners that you see, Reed Shepard, those are tough shots. I don't like those shots to say I'm going to make those shots to win an NCAA tournament game. I don't like those shots. Those shots are make or miss. It's hard to be very consistent, even though Antonio Reeves has been consistent with them this year. And so has Reed Shepard. But I don't want to live on those going into the tournament. Kentucky will be first week in and out if they don't find a way to be more consistent with more players, getting them the shots that they need. You've got Inyensu that you don't have to throw the ball to that's going to be a factor defensively. And you've got Thero that you see is tip dunking. He's always around the rim. He finds a way to score. Those guys you don't have to help. But there's certain players that you need to help them be successful offensively. And that's not a slap. It's not a knock. Jeff Lamp, a great player. If you didn't help Jeff get shots, I mean, he was a nobody. And I mean that. But Richard Smith. Terry Hollins at Virginia and professionally professional coaches knew if we get that kid shots, he can make baskets. And that's a part of the game that's gone away.
Kentucky, Coach Calipari, Ron, to be more consistent, he's going to have to run more sets and get players in positions to where they can be successful or the team can play off of them. So when I post DJ Wagner and I get him the ball in the big box against a smaller defender, which is going to draw a double team. When the double team comes, then you practice what you do when teams have to double team the ball. That means they're playing three against four. That gives you the odds to get a shot that you want. That's what Coach Cal is going to have to do to make this team successful. We'll just have to wait and see if he does that. That's just the bottom line. Will he put more players in positions offensively to be consistent scores? Because they had two double-digit scores last night. I mean, most games, I talk about them having six or seven players double-digit scoring. So he's going to have to help them as these games turn into grind-out matches where they're not free-flowing and just running up and down, people shooting threes and shooting layups to where you have to execute an half-court set. Coach Cal's going to have to get to work. That's the bottom line. So, Matt, let's get to break. It's already 737. When we come back, we're going to talk about my University of Louisville Cardinals and who I think is in the running to be the next coach at University of Louisville. Welcome back to eSports Radio 740. Can you believe it? It's unbelievable how quickly an hour passes. Phone number is 502-571-7900. I've got Coach Crumb's Potato Soup, March the 1st, 11 to 2 p.m. at Roosters on Shelbyville Road. Be there or be square. Also, March Madness Tournament is coming. AC has challenged everyone. AC's only won one time in five years. But AC is a believer in himself. Let's get back to the show. Matt, let's bring our next caller on. Travis, welcome to Esports Radio. How are you? Good morning. How are you, Jerry? I'm good. What's going on? Uh, I want to say a couple things real quick about the game last night. I know you're about to move on to Louisville. Um, The first thing is uh, the frustrating part to me, uh, first and foremost, again, it didn't cost the game, but it did change the complexity of the game. All of a sudden, um, Antonio Reeves, who has zero fouls in the first half, gets three f- quick fouls, and two of them I didn't. I, I rewound it and, and watched it. Seemed strange that all of a sudden the the leading score from the first half that they couldn't stop got sent to the bench because of a couple tic tac foul calls. I have now tried uh, twelve free throws for Kentucky, twenty five for LSU. This is one time I have to agree with you. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and, who, and who was the aggressor going to the hole every single time? No cats. I agree. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Even the the announcer said, mm, "Interesting calls." I agree. Some some of the calls I did not agree with last night. Did lost them the did game, that, but I exactly. But I do agree with that. Next. next no, point, what yeah. lost them the game is the same thing that's lost them many a game, and that is their lack of focus during certain stretches of the game. I thought last night mm. uh, the shot selection, the bad turnovers, uh, trying to make mm-hmm. the the uh, hard plays. Uh, in certain mm-hmm. stretches of the game when uh, the other team's on the – look, when you're on the road, you do the simple things that are that are working. Uh, yes. They were running some good stuff. Um, I will say this. I'm, I'm really hating what I'm seeing as far as John Calipari is concerned in regards to him holding up stop signs. He, he, was, he was not – he was sitting down a lot of the beginning of the year. Now, granted, the competition was different, mm-hmm. but – He's standing up, throwing up two stop signs a bunch and trying to choreograph and orchestrate every single play in the half court. And last night, there was too many possessions. This team is a fast team, and you cannot get them thinking too much. 
and getting up and trying to point here and point there, and then you don't get into your office until 13 or 12 seconds left in the shot clock and then wonder why you end up with just basically a flail at the basket, uh, that's not going to work with this team. You know, uh, another Kentucky great said it one day that he thinks this team could be Cal's best offensive team if Cal would just completely let them go when they get stops. Let them Coach get them the in practice and not as much in the game. John wouldn't believe yep. that. Coach them in practice and not as much in the game. They should react to the game. Well, here's two of the things, Travis. I didn't get into it with Ron. 42-27 at the 1911 mark of the second half. Kentucky mm-hmm. goes up 42-27, 15-point lead. I mm-hmm. want people to listen to this. At the 10:04 mark, nine minutes, Kentucky had scored nine points, and LSU had taken the lead 54-51. LSU had scored 27 points in that time frame. That was the key to the game. Kentucky fell asleep for that. Once they went up 15 and they started, everything seemed to be flowing smoothly. And the next nine minutes was a nightmare. It was a struggle trying to score for Kentucky. And they gave up 27 points to a team that cannot score. Uh, LSU cannot score was the disappointing factor. They lost their focus for those nine minutes. They did. Go ahead. Right. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's exactly the stretch I'm talking about. Shot selection was bad, trying to do too much, acting like freshmen, throwing the ball away, no look passes, all that good stuff. Um, but the key to, to me, the two keys to the game were their lack of ability to get the 50, 50 balls, which continues to rear its ugly head. We decide not to dive on the floor after balls. Uh, you know, I, I've been coached. I, I've Reed coached Shepard whole, gets on the floor. Reed Shepard gets it, on the floor. He does. There are other players does. that do not get on the floor. True. Go Justin ahead. Edwards is one of them, but um, he had a big <laughs> miss 50-50 ball, uh, big time. Uh, he he went and looked like he was. He looked like a cat pawing at water, pawing at it. Um, but the 50-50 <laughs> ball. Silly Travis. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. I'm the, sorry. A cat pawing no. pawing at water. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. what he looked that's like. First, he just was swiping first. at okay. it. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, the 50-50 balls, um, you know, continue to, to rear their ugly head. And then, um, you know, I don't understand why um, when we're in an offensive possession, I I, do, I don't under, I just don't understand. Now, we did, they did get the sh- – I guess they got the shot that they wanted. I mean, I, I don't want to live with Robert Dillingham with a step-back fadeaway jump shot, even though he was hot. Uh, but I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> but why on why on an offensive why on an offensive possession do you even have on Yenso in the game? Well, okay, let me let's be honest with you. Because the second shot usually beats you. Now he hasn't done a lot offensive rebound wise, so I mm-hmm. because he has not offensive rebounded the ball as well as I think he should have. You may be right or accurate with getting him out of the game, but don't forget, I'm telling everyone, the second shot is always the shot that beats you. Well, Every we saw it last night. That. Yes, exactly. Case in point, last night. Case in uh, point. But the, but the last thing everybody says that they lost the okay. game during that stretch. I'm break. talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think they lost the game in the first half when they missed three dunks and about six layups at the front of the rim. They could have been up oh. 25 when they went on that run. I mean, that's not the coach's fault. That's the player's fault. Not Bad when the door contact, not playing through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Travis, 
great call. I've never heard a cat pawing at water when somebody don't want to get in the mix. Travis, that's good. I'm going to use that, Travis. It's 746. I got to get to my last break. When we come back, will it be Chris Beard? Will it be Will Wade? Will it be Mick Cronin? I've got a name I'm going to throw in the mix that may surprise you all. Talk to you after the break. Welcome back to eSports Radio. We've got to get this moving. I will not be on tomorrow. I told you all that on Monday. I'll be back live on Monday with George Williams. Matt, let's get to our next caller. We have to. Bishop, welcome to eSports Radio. How are you? we got to keep it quick, Bishop, because i got numerous people on the line. How are you? Bishop? Okay, let's go to Cobby Harrison. Let's go to Cobby Harrison. Hey, Jerry. Cobby, how are you, Cobby? Man, I'm so glad to hear from you. What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot, buddy. I'm just fighting a few things, huh? Good to hear your voice and hope everybody's doing okay. They're doing okay. I told him yesterday, Cobby, we spoke about you. And I told him that, you know, you're still fighting, trying to get that sort of heel on your foot. And it's a difficult time. So, yes, people are up to date with where you are and a gentleman said he's going to come by and see you. So Kabi uh, be looking for somebody to stop by. I'm not going to tell you who, but he asked about you on yesterday's show where you were located. So yes, uh, we're up to date. Just keep fighting Kabi. You I, know, you are the tank. No question. Oh yeah. I know. I know. I, I wish you can, I wish I had the way to get down there and take over that team. Oh boy. You want me to add your name, Cobby? Because there's going to be Put a my name in that list. I'll do it for $150 a week. <laughs> Cobby Harrison. Let me put Cobby Harrison's name. Cobby, I called out Chris Beard, Will Wade, Mick Cronin. Uh, let me throw a name at you, Cobby. You will know who this guy is, but people won't. And people will say, no way, Jerry. But his name is A.W. Hamilton at Eastern Kentucky University. Up tempo. Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. Presses. He's doing a good job with that team. Good job. He's doing a very good job with that team. I mean, I know people will say, Jerry, you're crazy, but I'm just throwing out names. Let me let me ask you a question, Jerry. Let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we should go that route of an unknown name, or do you think that I say we Louisville because I'm just buying. Or should they go an older route with an established guy? What do you think? They got to go with an established guy, Cobby, because they have to prove to the fan base and tell the fan base now. We've gone and got going to get a proven winner. You all must come back. See, the only thing that disappoints me, I don't mind for everybody. No, Kenny Payne's my guy, Cobby. I'm not rolling over. But has he done the job? No, he has not. Got me? I understand this business. No problem. But I do have a problem with the fan base not showing up. Because your team's not good doesn't mean you don't show up. A la, right. Indiana's not very good. Last night they had 17,222 people at the place in Assembly Hall. It doesn't mean you can't fire right. your coach, but you got to show up. So they're going to go get an established coach. Then the fan base here in Louisville is going to have to show up. Good, bad, and different. They're going to have to weather how long it takes to turn this thing around. But they have to go get an established coach. Yes, they do. Okay. My opinion. What about you? Well, what do you think? You're, what do you think? I think I think that uh, I think just the opposite. Really? If you're going to start, let's let's start with some energetic guy, young guy that's oh. that's you know, and just go that route. I I think they got to get rid of everybody, all the assistants too, don't you? Oh yeah, everybody's got to go. Yes, Cobby, everybody has to go. There's no question about it. Yes, 
I hate it. I hate saying that, Jerry, but that's the truth. I mean, my guys, I I mean, I'm not rolling over, but did the job get done? No. Defensively, do they have a concept? No. You can lose Cobby, but you have to be in games. Do you understand me? Your team has to know how to compete. And the problem, the thing that's gotten Kenny Payne, which will lose his job, is that his team never competed at home. That is the problem. Doesn't mean you have to win. Competing doesn't mean win, but competing means being in games, giving your fan base something to cheer about, where people can say, "Yes, they're going to turn the corner." Got me? But copy. Right. Notre Dame beat you twenty-two. It's very hard for people to have that belief. So no, I hate it because he's my guy. I'm not rolling over. Copy. I would sit up here and say Jerry's one of Kenny Payne. Did it work out? No, it did not. But I have a problem with other people in Louisville that will not say uh, the facts. Their last coach quit. Copy, but they're not ever going to say that they made a mistake. The last coach quit the team. Okay, the coach right. before that that they appointed was continue the cheat that was cheating before it went on, and that's a fact. I don't care what anybody says. David Padgett, <clears> in his own words, said that he knew that somebody was on a recruiting list that shouldn't have been on there. He said it. That's just a fact. So Louis has right. gone through issues. Eric Crawford wrote an article. I'm going to send it to you, Kyle. You got to read it. It's funny. He did a great job. He talked about Yoda and different things, and he did a great job. But he talked about he went upstairs in the upper tier, and there were no people there. Got me? Last night, he said he mm. went up. He took a picture up there. Well, Kyle, I'm with you, Eric Crawford. But they lowered them damn prices up there in 2016. Where you been, boy? That's my problem with the media right. here, Kyle. I'm not worried about right. the guys that back Louisville and Matt Jones who backs Kentucky. I'm not worried about those. I'm talking about the media that is supposed to do their job. Got me? That are supposed to do their job. He just wrote that there was nobody up there. They lowered those prices in 16. There was nobody up there then. He also wrote that the city needs to have a team that's doing well because for the business community. Where have you been in 2002 and three and four when Tom George and Rick Pitino said we didn't need a pro franchise? Where were you, Eric Crawford? You all are late. Right. Our media is so late. What he said is accurate. His time frame is just so bad. So bad. So, yes, it's a business decision why Kenny Payne's going to lose his job. He has to because the University of Louisville is more important than just a college team here. It is part of the community and the business community. So it has to do well. But the bottom line is. This started way before him walking up there last night or Kenny Payne walking on his campus two years ago. But no one is ever. I'm going to say Kenny Payne didn't work out, Kyle, but nobody's ever going to tell the truth on those other things ever. You'll never hear a business leader ever say that Tom Drew and Rick Pitino fought the NBA team. They did. And David Stern said they must be on drugs there. He did and took the team to Charlotte. So, Cobb, right. you got to call back on Monday, boy. Everybody wants to hear from you because we're done. Call on Monday, Cobb. Okay. I, I will, you, Jerry. Man. Take care, Cobb. That's my man, Cobby Harrison. It's eSports Radio. I will not be on on Friday. I'll be back on Monday, God willing. Take care. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.